Hi, everybody. Welcome to Laser Time, the Internet's fourth leading pop culture podcast. We're getting up there, though, thanks to the old Patreon efforts. Just yeah. a quick, quick plug. Patreon.com slash Laser Time. But uh, we are we, we usually on the show, we, get, we gather a pop culture topic, a bunch of experts, uh, I, and grab some sound effects and do a lot of research. I can't vouch for that because I'm still wearing the wedding costume I was in yesterday, having slept outside. Wedding uh, costume? It's, <laughs> this is not something... Shirt. It's fucking hot. Like, who would wear a long sleeve collar shirt in the summer on purpose outdoors? It's a lot of summer wedding. Long sleeve. Long sleeve. <laughs> That's your fault. With an undershirt so I don't tit sweat through well, it. You do need it's that. awful. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Chris. Who else do we have with us? Henry Gilbert. Uh, Michael, there's currently a Laser Time Patreon going on Grim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brett, same thing. <laughs> the enthusiasm nice. is palpable. In another way, this episode will differ. Is that I didn't grab any of this shit. Mm. Henry did to I do did. one of his uh, his vanity projects, yeah, which is to host his own episode. Yeah, it's true. And much like Patreon, our vanity project. Is, um, <laughs> no, I was going to cop to the idea that YouTube is my vanity project. Mm, I'm convinced true. it'll work. It never has. <laughs> Nobody has ever watched yeah, anything watched, I've ever. Made. I watched the Tomorrowland update. Uh, it's none of it is. I don't. I'm not ashamed of any of it. But nobody gives a fuck. The Life nobody. on Mars thing was great. Uh, yeah. Well. Walt Disney deserves a lot of credit for I that. I mean, I'm sure he had a hand in it, but like, I can't believe you animated all that stuff. That's, that's, right? that's, that's a lot, that's Look, a lot I just work. happen to have a lot of cool DVDs standing around that you can't buy anymore, and Disney's not policing it. Expect more. Well, so Vanity Projects, uh, to define the term, yeah. in case you don't know, it's when somebody is powerful enough to make whatever they wanted, yes. and they make something to please themselves far more than to please an audience. And Beautiful. It's usually a sign of like hubris or, yes. or greed or or vanity. Yes, even someone perhaps. who's already successful is generally yes. the same. Yes, yeah. And right? the, the the best recent example I, I I can think of is during the leaked Sony emails, which I felt terrible for reading everything about, but it was yeah, awesome. A lot of cool stuff in there. It was yeah. finally executives saying like. Tell Angelina Jolie no. She's not making a Cleopatra movie. It's always been a disaster. Nobody wants to see this. Nobody I know she wants to make it. We want to be in the Angelina Jolie camp. But I'll tell her myself if all of you were afraid to tell her that we're not doing this movie. Because we can't. It doesn't work. Didn't they even... Well, also in those leaked emails, they had... Didn't they say, like, why are we still working with Adam Sandler? Like, what yeah. are we doing? <laughs> a big take. Vape take. Uh, Chris just it's not that bad, Elson. We'll get through it. At, at vape take. You know, I couldn't find uh, one Adam Sandler one like to a pick. Candy store in here. I, I couldn't find one Adam Sandler one to pick out of all those. But I mean, most of them just have the guiltiness of being. I want to be Adam Sandler in this film, mm-hmm. wear the most comfortable clothes possible, and film in Hawaii. Yeah, and yes. just like and hire my friends and hire my friends to get them paid. <laughs> I forget where yes. that news story came from. He's like, he did say in an interview that he picks his films based on the locations they'll all be able to go yeah. on vacation on well, yeah. which I oh man I'm sitting there I'm so mad at you but like good on, good on you. I mean good. it's what he, which I, we'd want to do sure but, I, uh, I think in the past I've made a convincing case to get myself a trip somewhere so <laughs> Pixel, I've done it Pixels at least looks like he's wearing different clothes and something different <laughs> And saying just the names of games and for a reaction. Flabbity <laughs> hoo! Donkey no. they, they had um, They had several Mini Coopers at E3 that were. Oh, no. oh yeah, that was I was, nice. I went and pissed in the gas tank of each one of them on day one, two, and three. <laughs> oh, the, the guy who plays Pac Man Creator is very disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've seen that trailer like eight times. Well, <laughs> speaking of what's in the news, I wanted to start with uh, one of the biggest. Uh, most controversial and f- biggest flops in Vanity Project history. Let's see if you can guess from the top Don't the, do uh, the trailer. Our sport has a bright future. 
<laughs> Every day, around the world, oh, new federations spring up. Will be the Fédération Internationale de Football Association. FIFA. Yep. Dude, the that, timing on this is the most kismet perfect. thing in the history of the world, dude. So it's perfect. so good. It's, John Oliver has all the best jokes about this. <laughs> yep. Who makes a sports movie where the heroes are the executives? Yep. It's um, amazing. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. Oh, a movie financed by the sports executives. Yeah. It, that's crazy. The producers on the movie are being played by Tim Roth and Tim Sam Roth. Neill. Yeah. Yep. They're, and that the, the, the dramatic push is... Will they be able to make the World Cup happen? To make the whole planet happy by having a successful World Cup? I just don't it know. Is, it is the corporate example of like Rome falling. Uh-huh. This, this is the, they hit peak opulence by making a movie about themselves and then immediately toppled. When when nobody knows knew who Seth Blatter was before, and then when you see him next to to Tim Roth, they're like, yeah, you're not the same person. Seth Blatter. I want to see those Clark Brother jokes who said Seth Blatter sounds like a something you get when someone shits in your dick. <laughs> I, I came down with Gosh. Seth Blatter. I forget the joke I made was it was Something like that. FIFA's incontinent because they let their bladder go. That was, <laughs> yes. that was my game. Hey. Hey. They, <laughs> they made this film as a non-profit, too. And Jesus, like, yes, it, that whole bullshit that we're a non-profit. Yeah, my God, and, I'm glad you're going down. And so it, you know, it came out in Europe, I think, uh, last year, but the timing of its American release was the same week as yeah. the FBI arrested the high-level people in FIFA yeah. for being crooks. And it was they a huge bomb, right? And un, yeah, mitigated crooks. Like, yeah. racketeers, the worst. Yeah, they. I think they made like $800. It was, it was a like, hilariously like, small number. Yeah, it, well, it was one, It was a terribly small opening, too. Like, more, more people read a Games Radar article I wrote about Sonic the Hedgehog shoes than when you go see the <laughs> FIFA movie. And they read it last week. It's just yes. last week's numbers of just coming across. <laughs> also, I'm not a big like marketing sales guy, sure. but if you're pitching a movie about soccer in the United butt fucking states, you are not hey. going to get any kind of traction. Bend them like Beckham did very well. Yes, very that's well. True. That's uh, not really a movie about soccer ago. Yeah. It's not. Not particularly. Wait, who's Beckham? <laughs> that's that Dave Beckham. Plays? He has retired now. He does right? underwear. Well, what will the galaxy? Uh, man, boy, does he do underwear? Boy, does he? Who, boy? Anyway, uh, let's let's straighten this show out with a, with a different vanity project. I one of the so rarely get to sit in on these. I love it. Hey, one go. of the most hetero vanity projects ever, and one of the longest running. Let's get a little clip here. Twenty four seven with this shit, baby. I love you. Don't wait up. Okay. Ari, uh, could I have the car keys, please? There, come on. There's a cab stand at fucking Yucca. So uh, is this how is this a vanity project? Uh, I mean, it's made by Mark Wahlberg and that, uh, and okay. about all his Hollywood friends. Yes, and sorry. about how great it is to be Mark Wahlberg. Yes, that's that's why it's a vanity. Yeah, because I, I, I don't even watch I, like. I don't hate the show. I never loved it. Uh huh. But it's it, Entourage, by the way. Entourage. entourage but when I was show. watching this, my my problem with it was like the same way I I like not watch a hack soap opera because nothing ever changed. It was fucking baby food for adults. Every time, wish fulfillment, sex in the city for men. It was it. Nothing ever changed. There was no conflict at any point. Everybody just always got whatever they yeah. wanted, and it's just great. Like, yeah. I think I just had an epiphany thinking about this show because mm-hmm. it was like I'm I'm a beta personality. Mm-hmm. I'm not the fucking guy that runs in there. But if there's one show that makes me an alpha, it's mm-hmm. this fucking show because I hate alphas with such a passion because of this fucking show that it is just the absolute fucking categorical worst. Where it's a bunch of 
rich white guys in Hollywood jerking each other <laughs> off about how great they are for fucking four seasons in a movie, and it's fucking garbage. Eight, Everybody I on the show, eight seasons, eight I, I fucking think, eight seasons. Oh, think someone needs to hug it out, bitch. Oh my that god, was a catchphrase. The what old, if I like rip your throat out and throw you in the fucking if, pool? If I may, I just rewatched Arrested Development season four, and the fact that Joe more than once goes to the club and Jeremy Kevin <laughs> on the that club from, is great. He goes to the club from the entourage credit sequence yes, it's that, not, that, the joke's not working for anybody but me and Hank but it's, no, that, it's really good the entourage yeah I just could not stand entourage you just see it in, no what I was they, getting at yeah. I watched an episode because it like I remember it was in the news like Mark Wahlberg's actually going to be on it with his real entourage and I'm like I forgot about it and I saw it and like they play it as in, like, the whole world knows what's happening and recognizes the real turtle. Yeah. And nobody does. And it was like, like, yes, you're right. It qualifies as Vanity Project at that point. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the movie that really pushed it into that because mm-hmm. that's when they called in every favor they could and got every actor. Like, Liam Neeson will just walk by and nod at them like, I, I'm in this movie. Hey. But there's, there's, some, there's some of that show that has been, dude, Werner Herzog playing himself. Directing an action movie, okay, really good. Yeah, that's true. But I also like Jeremy Piven's hairpiece. That is <laughs> Jeremy is, Piven, fucking point well, blank. He's the like, only the- one who fucking tries. He's yeah. the only one that tries in that show. Like, you see the guy who plays Vince, Adrian Grenier. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he would never star in anything. It's he's not a star. Odd that he's the biggest actor on the show, but has no acting qualifications whatsoever yeah. at any point. I'm sure that's at least a little intentional. You think so? <laughs> I think so. Could be. Yeah. Could be. And also, he's not a very good at being a Wahlberg type either. And then also, no. and then also in the movie, I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I hear in the movie that Wahlberg even like promotes his stupid burger thing in the movie. Oh my Wahlburgers. god, Wahlberg! <laughs> like he actually brings out Wahlburgers. <laughs> Oh yeah! Ugh, terrible. <laughs> also, I'll take any opportunity I can to dredge this up. Remember when Mark Wahlberg uh, had a huge arrest when he was a kid? Oh yeah, and blinded Mark, a Chinese guy just for being a Korean Asian. guy. A Korean guy, yeah, and Oof. called him a, a, a G word. There's Oof, only one yeah. G word, so there you go. He's trying to. It's, you know, the letter O follows it. Tell me, tell me on the air. No, you're baiting this out. That's fine. <laughs> you almost but, got me. Yeah, he blinded a guy and did a whole bunch of fucking race, and, racially I motivated bullshit. bullshit. I told the story before. We would always go and eat at CC's Pizza. And there was, uh, back in the day, uh, back in the day, there was, I don't know if they still sell it in little quarter machine slime. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And the one in the CC's Pizza, uh, there was one called Goop. And oh. it was clearly another mm. brand that Whoa. ended with a K. Good. Great. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of market yeah. research there. Ooh, boy. <laughs> we got to be distinctive. My grandma described anything I bought out of a quarter machine as toxic waste. Really? And she was <laughs> not wrong. I was like, toxic this will probably waste. give me cancer and is made from pressed time. asbestos. Uh, toxic waste. That is great. Um, uh, well, Brett, I know you know of at least one vanity project. I shared the example with you. Jane Simon Bob Strike Bad? Damn. Hey. That, is, that is a good one. Now, though, I... Well, I think I think Dogma is more of a vanity project for Kevin Smith than uh, I actually like Dogma quite Dogma's a bit. Not, I hate Do- Kevin Smith. Dogma Dog- is a fine series of essays that yeah, are acted yeah. out by somebody. But like, it's, it was yeah. a movie that no one's making. Remember, like just the idea of the movie might criticize Catholicism mm. made it dangerous. So whether yeah. you like the final product or not, it was like something the world had never seen. There was mm. nothing like that. And I think Buddy Jesus is like Fucking outlived great. the fi- it's one, yep. it is a gift to the world. Fucking great. Buddy Carlin's Christ. speech. Yeah. George Carlin playing yeah. the Cardinal. Great. Yeah. No, that was just, just to see I, him I in the did like Alanis Morissette as God. Yes. Just like yeah. this kid who's like in fat like those oh, my just, hands. This and, is so weird. <laughs> and they just luck into Matt Damon in the fucking yeah. movie. Like, and could you ask your friend Matt Damon to act in this thing? Oh yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And I, I, I like the send-ups and stuff in Jane Silent Bob Spring. There's some dated... When I tried to watch it again, I was just like... There's I, rolling I, I, my I eyes. I still laugh at that vine you guys made with the... Or was it you? The, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> yeah. The, the J-toy that just says Snoochie Poochies as you drop it into the garbage. That was uh, one take, I want to say. I'm like, yes. Greg, you're going to press the button until he says Snoochie Boochies, and you're going to throw him in the trash can, and boom. <laughs> Snooch! Snooch! <they're gonna> <laughs> <laughs> it was it off my desk. Get this out of here for And I, I, I hate feeling like that because I don't hate... I think Kevin Smith is good for filmmaking, um, mm. inspiring for filmmakers. He's one of those guys who does stuff nobody else is doing. Uh, Tusk is cool. I haven't mm. finished it, but Red State was fucking awesome. Yeah, really I good. Keep hearing that, and do you ever consider that he's just a huge puppet of uh, the guys that made Miramax? Uh, the wine. Well, I mean, the yeah, they said no. Them. They said no to Red State. He had to wow. finance it on his own. Man. He sold the rights to himself for a dollar because nobody would buy it. And Man, then, and then went even get toured the as a roadshow, and then guess what? Netflix happened, and there was a way to sell movies that theaters didn't want, and we all benefit. Good. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith pioneers something else. I think Jay and Silent Bob strike back, at least. I was okay with how self-indulgent it was, because at the time it was sold as, this is the end of the Viewness sure. universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get to find out, you get confirmation that Banksy was gay this whole time. Right. And you get to see Ben Affleck play two different characters. Yeah. Chris ah. Rock yelling at Jamie Kennedy about it, whether it. or not his coffee has boogers in it. <laughs> uh, taste it, taste it. So you can Give me a blonde-haired white boy out here to clean this up. <laughs> I want to enjoy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think my favorite was just hearing Ben Affleck go, I don't like the sound of those apples, uh, Will. Yeah. What are we going to do? We've sort of, convinced ourselves this is... A stupid yeah. E.T. parody that then zooms out as the bike is going across a moon yeah. and the logo of the Ben Affleck movie Moon Raper, yeah. which is the, the funniest fucking parody poster I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like only Ben Affleck can stop the... the uh, but no, actually, they landed like fucking Miramax. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, Brett, funny. I was referring to your favorite know, franchise. Uh, Entourage. Star Trek V was Bill Shatner's uh, time at bat. I had directed three and four, and he wanted a chance at directing a Star Trek movie, and, and I, I thought he deserved it. Um, we had it was a tough location. <laughs> Trying to think up nice. We're still was friends kind of all at some point. It was kind of a shale surface. And we, yeah, he's just talking about how hard it was to walk. Yeah, so yeah, it. when Captain Kirk was but climbing that's, the mountain. So that's the explanation of R.I.P. Start. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Let's wait. Isn't it apparently not the case? Like we read only a few years ago that Shatner didn't tank the movie. Right. No. This is this goes. This is a story from long ago. But yeah. like. Uh, yeah, it was like... So calling this a vanity project of William Shatner isn't no, he, totally correct, you'd say? No, no, no. They so cut totally him off at the knees at like every angle, didn't they? Yeah, it was basically like Nimoy... Like, ne- Shatner was kind of like a Hogan-esque person of like always <laughs> always inserting himself okay. and being in the right place at the right Don't time. spoil to, a later entry on this to, thing. To always, <laughs> oh, yeah. to always look good, right? And, and like o- over... Not necessarily overestimating his importance because Kirk was inseparable from I mean, Star Kirk's Trek. Pretty yeah. darn important, especially at this point because Next Gen I don't think was even out yet by the time Five. Out. Yeah, I don't think so. It might have. Uh, what year was this movie? Uh, balls. Uh, I will have that information. Oh, yeah, very I thought Undiscovered Country came out. Undiscovered around the time Country was like Next Gen, s- like the same time, yeah. but it tied into season five. So actually, yeah, uh, see, uh, oh, this would this would have been out in time. This would have been out for Next Gen. I think this was ninety one or ninety eighty nine. Eighty nine. All right. So yeah, next gen was going on, but uh, basically Nemo and Kirk had negotiated very favorable terms. They had a favored nations clause. Anything one got, the other one got. So Nemo had gotten to direct two movies, and they were hugely successful, and turned the franchise into this huge money making thing that had never really been. It had been mm-hmm. popular with fans, but it not could fill up a Pasadena convention. Yeah, but, but yeah. you couldn't make a shit ton of money. But then 
two did great, three off the steam of two did fine, and then four blew up huge. So now mm-hmm. he's like, it's my turn. And mm-hmm. he had this grand idea about go- going to the center of the galaxy, meeting God, and then like the movie was going to be about how what is God's place in the galaxy, in the universe, and we're going to have all these crazy special effects of like demons and gargoyles and all this crazy... And it's just like... Yeah, that sounds great. That's going to cost $800 million. And they just were like, look, we want Paramount is like, we want a movie that will be make money that people can understand and get, blah, blah, blah. But you end up with this movie that is like severely like the giant climax is just like not not exciting. It is Wizard of Oz. It's Wizard of Oz. Yep. It's not exciting. The effects are bad. And it's just shot like it's also just after you've watched one, two, three, and four, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. go into this thing, it is like, this is a different... Well, my, this my, is a completely well, two, different kind of movie. Two, three, and four are a trilogy, yeah. and then five yeah. just... This, I, yeah. Like, just the way it's shot and the way it's, it moves through its pace, the paces, is just like, this is so not the rest of the series, and it's just weird. And I Kirk, have, Kirk's place in all of it's silly. I and, had friends who refer to it jokingly, thinking it's hilarious, uh, Star Trek V, The Quest for God, or Star Trek yeah. V, Kirk Meets God. Uh I want to tell because I keep see I see that on forums of like remember at the end of the movie nobody meets God. Yeah. There's no God there is ever. No, there's yeah. no God ever. There's like, a thing that's trying to purports to be a deity and it's, it's it's trapped in the center of the galaxy. But he's a wizard who got to the yeah. moon in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, he's basically that. Yeah. I think you made us watch most of these movies. Bro. Oh, we did. We watched this one. The only things I recall are Scotty preventing the assassination, like the idea. That's of six. Six. That's an elite. Klingon being tackled by Scotty, who at that point is 450 pounds and could sneak up on no one anywhere. And then I remember when they go to the aquarium. That's four. Ah, That's but four. Wait, there you go. Don't you remember the fan dance from five? The oh of, when, is that in five? When, yeah, when Uhura does the fan dance. Yeah. And uh, what else was in that? There was the Gromdoc table or the Jomda or what was the name of their fake Jomda is in next gen. Right, might, I, might I think they played Jomda in that too. And they also the Nausicans. Oh, yeah, and that it had some of the worst Opa uh, Jondam style. Their <laughs> their floated their rocket right boots the looked so bad. Which the, thing did the rocket boots? The, oh that oh god yeah. damn it! So yeah, the movie also <laughs> movie also opens in Yosemite with the trio Bones, um, uh, <laughs> Spock, Spock, and, and Kirk. Why is he climbing a mountain? And they're climbing a mountain, <laughs> and he falls, and then he saves him with these rocket boots, but it's, like, on a horrible blue screen with, like, that man. Here's a 55-year-old man flying around in rocket boots. Freehand fl- climbing a mountain. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> and they're, yeah. and I think they're singing, row, row, row your boat, and they don't yes. cut for, like, minutes, and you're just it's like. so long. You're like, please yeah. stop Please this. stop it, man. And, <laughs> yeah, it's just. You it's, only have so much time with these, these yeah. like, iconic characters all. It's possibly not fair to call it a vanity project, because it didn't, like, originate I mean the idea was him it would have happened anyway but there, there would was, have been a five yeah. so it's yeah. not like this only with, exists with the concept of Shatner's idea I think so mm. yeah. I think yeah. the idea is so. that he was jealous of Nimoy's success I think he saw one. and he was like oh I can do that well, no, there's, right. there's, there's, I don't think they even exist anymore but those crazy claws in ego driven Hollywood culture yep. I only remember Paul Reiser talking about it because Helen Hunt, Paul Reiser the, the, the bad guy from Aliens uh, but nah, he was talking about his, his contract like yeah, he's for, really good in for Mad too. About You a show that he created and wrote the theme song and Helen Hunt wins an Oscar and demands yeah. more money to stay on the show wow. and he has a clause in his Oscar that says I get whatever the co-star so, gets so she gets a big pay raise because of her Oscar and then he she has... fought tooth and nail to get a giant pay raise and he sat there and got everything she did wow and, like without having to do well, anything I mean he created the show and... white male yeah. privilege but, uh, yeah, but he could have done that no, for no, her but it's, it's that level like, but 
I think when we remember reading about celebrities like fighting in public, it doesn't that doesn't happen much anymore. Mm-hmm. I think people know that like really get control of your shit because people will end up reading about. I feel this. like they have like eighteen PR people. I mean, telling it it, it feels really old, and I was too young to really remember it. But that moonlighting stuff—the idea that like two co-stars can't be in the same room together—like that doesn't uh, happen. Well, anymore. as long someone as just gets fired, tapping did, into the audience with the sorry, moonlighting. Did reference. somebody say Bruce Willis? Oh, hey, oh. Didn't go with Secret Agent Man for this, Henry? <laughs> I wanted a deeper cut, uh, but yes. I mean, it's Bruce, a pretty deep cut. And what is the story of Bruno? Um, Bruno Rising. Well, yeah, that he <laughs> the Metal Bruce, Gear Rising, Bruno Vengeance. <laughs> so Bruce Willis was a big, you know, he was kind of a nobody uh, in, as an actor. He got mm-hmm. cast on Moonlighting, and that became a big deal. Him and Civil Shepherd on that show. Will got him Die Hard. They? Die Hard launched, and then him he got into. Die Hard, which people doubted. Like, can this TV guy launch a movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he just like exploded on mm-hmm. the scene, and so he did what a lot of movie stars do <laughs> they realize they wanted to be a singer all along and they'd like so he launched multiple albums under the bruno personality and by the way that that music video i linked to of respect yourself it has a 90 second opening of just acting like oh, until he it fucking does. starts yeah, singing of course it does most of the 80s videos at post like hungry like the wolf are like <laughs> you gotta fill time on yeah. mtv and yeah. if and they can just cut those 90 seconds if they want to yeah, but, yeah that's true but yeah it's or just, if it's bad it's a post 90 seconds of a panther destroying this <laughs> or it's a 14 minute long puff daddy video <laughs> excuse in me that was 90s. a panther interlude <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, that is Bruno stuff. I I remember seeing him singing on SNL. Like that was my introduction to Yeesh. Bruno. And by the way, he went on to do Bruno the cartoon show he too. Developed a cartoon show Ugh. for the persona of his pseudonym 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 singer name nomenclature personality. It's that shit is crazy. Teaching kids lessons. And I never wanted to talk about this movie here, but like Bruce Willis did all of that. And fell from grace so hard, so hard for a while, and came back with two movies, one of which just came on Netflix, and I just want to recommend it. Nobody's Fool oh. is awesome. Really? It's one of Paul Newman's last films, and what? Paul Newman's a total shit. One of I... Jessica Tandy's last films, if not her last film. With the exception of the music stuff, I think the kid spinoff, that has to be his agent. Like, Probably. Bruce Willis, no offense to Bruce Willis, seems like a dumb motherfucker. He does not seem like a smart guy that's trying to angle himself at everything. Like uh, He seems like he's a guy that didn't luck into what he does. Well, he's it, good at what he does. It it's was fine. at that time that Roseanne got her own cartoon as well. And Make my own cartoon show. Have a few legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, as long as I, actually, that cartoon thing reminded me of one I didn't have on the list before, but this is definitely one of the biggest I, I, ones. I just here. want to plug people to go back to Laser Time celebrity singing episode yeah. and the Little Tunes episode, celebrities that created little... There's like Damon Wayans, yeah. Louis Anderson, Howie Mandel with Bobby's World. I kind of had to leave some of those alone because yeah. I could not do party all the time on this one again as well. <laughs> I'd also quickly say this is another thing. The butt. Whenever I hear Bruce Willis sing, I get to bring this up, but uh, what was it? I can't think of it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. I was, just had it in my head. Never mind. All right, well, Watch me sweat while Grim thinks. I'm waiting for a clip to... Uh, a, a, and had to stop anyway. Are you? That's it. The Twelve Monkeys thing. He did a commentary on the Twelve Monkeys DVD. Did he really? He did. Or it's like an interview because that was like part of his of comeback. Because he made 
fantastic choices. Well, it was he, Paul he's like, I'm going to be in Pulp Fiction, Paul Fiction, but nobody's fool is great, and he takes a really small role in it. Well, he's an asshole role. in it, right? Yeah, he's, but he's like, a, a, he's like a bad guy who has to act. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like a making of documentary that's on the original. It's DVD great. Of the Stone Monkeys. He has no idea what the movie's about. Yeah, it's great at all. No what? fucking clue. It's, 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 it's called the Hamster Factor. I yes, think. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it. it's why people well, follow Terry Gilliam around and film his movies because it's a fucking disaster every yeah. time. It's so great. Bruce Willis is so close as to what anything is happening. They're just like. And yet, in that movie, you're great. Yes. You, it's some of your yeah. best work. It's well, so good. I've heard now Eric, there's a show. I heard Eric yeah. Idle. I heard Eric Idle say like everybody should see a Terry Gilliam film. They're the greatest thing ever. You should never act in them because it's hell to do it. <laughs> but you should. Everybody should. Is see there them. another singer in this episode? By chance? well, I was going to mention this one here. Because uh, there's a good one I can think of. This is another cartoon. <laughs> I almost don't want to consider that a van because one I remember when he signed on. That's Andre three thousand of Outcast, yep. yeah. And what is it, is it like, Mister three thousand? He is. Or is that he, the Bernie he has Mac given up movie? his. No, it's it's class of three thousand, and mm-hmm. he's given up his ah. career as a hit making. And they oh, make so sure to say constantly, "You were very successful before, <laughs> and now you're our teacher." And he's teaching inner city kids, and I believe a version of Atlanta. Teaching inner city kids how to be creative and believe in themselves. That sounds like something he pitched and not the other way around. Yeah. Uh, but yep. but I, I thought when I heard it announced, it was announced for Adult Swim. That it was oh, yeah. supposed to be a comedy, but instead it went aired on Cartoon Network proper as a kid show. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, so I've it's, never it's, seen it. I don't know why kids would care about Andre 3000. Uh, my, I mean, hey, well, I love Andre 3000. Because Hey Ya is the biggest rooms. crossover hit of like the last 15 hey years. Is the, yeah, hey Ya is the perfect song. I love it. Do you hey remember ya. being a kid and saying, Mom, I want to go see this movie, and your parents look exhausted, they don't want to do it, and now imagine your kid comes up to you, Henry, 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 I want to see G.I. Joe. What? Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll go see the Transformers movie, G.I. Joe. That, that's, it's, mm-hmm. It sucks. Children's movies are meant to appeal to us. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> hey, we control the purse strings, buddy. <laughs> well, we the, did until like I think I, I passed the 34 demographic a little while back. And but I had to say, whoops a days. Uh, but those kids, I think you get till 39. That's what Homer said, right? I hope. I'm <laughs> aged 18 to 39. I know everyone Del cares Homer. what I think. Um, no, the, I just remember the Andre 3000 thing that he... he Everybody compliments him so much. Like his character is a oh, god. Really? There's no problem. In the couple episodes I watched, Andre is is the best. But okay, you but, single-handedly saved Polaroid in 2004. It's also the <laughs> MC Hammer cartoon, Hammer Man. Yeah, Hammer Man. But that intro is hysterical because you forget that he's. It sounds like a Mr. Show sketch uh, that he gets the power from magic shoes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Handed down from hammer generation oh. to hammer generation. Uh, but that's not the king of rapper vanity projects. No, I think please. I know it is, though. Words of wisdom. Drop that zero and give it the hero. Dog. We, yeah. We just That was a clip I played in the Never on DVD episode. Oh, really? That was yeah. on there, too? Damn. I, but strangely, I, like, of all... I don't want to go dig in that deep for another episode like that, but this movie has an HD transfer. <laughs> what, why? What, what yeah, is the movie? It is Cool as Ice, starring cool Ice. As ice. Uh, oh, my God. Vanilla Ice, yeah. Wow. Cool as Ice, starring Vanilla Ice. Gotta which, get that out before his star burns well, out. Well, that's the problem. that they. It took, it took him a long time to be 
famous. Yeah. Then once he was famous, they had to sign him for a film that takes even longer to make that film. And by the time the film came out, he was a joke. Like Vanilla Ice had already become a joke. Like I'm glad in- Grimm's in the shitter to hear this, but still, uh, to, to give you some idea on the level of Vanilla Ice's success, he was the number one selling rap artist of all time on based on one album <laughs> yeah. and one the album. color of his skin. Uh, and <laughs> until he was unseated by who? Uh, Eminem, I'm Eminem. guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem. Yeah. I had heard Method Man make this argument before. He's like, hey, nothing against Eminem. He's great. But I feel like it, he said that he thinks a black rapper with that level of talent that Eminem had would Probably not be as successful. Of course yeah. not. Uh, but yeah, Cool as Ice is great, great also because it's like he's not an actor. And no. He's the main character of the film. He plays himself. It yep. is himself. It is a slobs versus snobs film. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And uh, as I learned from his interview on how did this get made, yes, he, according to him, he's like, I can do all these BMX stunts. I did all this all the time. And he just does. He does his own BMX stunts in this film. Wow. He just does all the motorcycle shit. They also mentioned this is uh, is this Spielberg cinematographer. Oh, is that, oh yeah, that's wow, true. Really? yeah. He would go on to Schindler's List. He would, <laughs> yes. go on to, he would be the cinematographer on Schindler's List and oh, win an Oscar. I do believe. Oh, no, no, God. I know everything I need to know about Holocaust, Stephen. I got this. <laughs> um, uh, I worked. <laughs> with vanilla ice i know yeah um, but the movie the movie now is like a, a fucking time capsule it's glorious it's super fun to watch the only thing i would say that it ruined mm-hmm. uh is hot shots part two because the opening what? the entire opening mm-hmm. of that film is a parody of the vanilla ice cool as ice trailer mm-hmm. when he's riding his motorcycle next to the horse yes that is a cool <laughs> as ice parody wow. that opens the film no which idea. which that's why all those uh, new parody movies are so terrible. Yeah. They try and get them out of time, so they make Ugh. fun of the trailer of things they assume Ugh. are going to be popular. When they're not, your joke fucking sucks. Well, those <laughs> blank movies are the worst things of all yes. time. Man, the first Hot Shots. So good. Yeah. So good. I even like the second one. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. the fact the fact that it opens on a Cool as Ice uh, yeah. parody is fucking <laughs> silly. It's pretty uh, funny. All right, we should take a break, but I have a lot more uh, hilarious vanity projects to okay. share with you guys. Certainly some more crossovers with singers who want to act and actors who want to sing when we come back. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Laser Time. Oh my god, I hope this works. Can you hear that? That's the sound of the beach or cars. I am, uh, if all goes right, this is uh, getting uploaded live from Florida. You call it a paradise, I call it home. I am trapped on an island on a family beach house. This is very first world problem me, but there is no internet anywhere. I am currently, if all goes well, uploading the show by standing outside a a closed coffee shop and stealing their internet. That is the only option I've been left with, and I've driven about an hour around the island trying to find a place that's open that'll give me Wi-Fi. They have one restaurant, they wouldn't let me use their Wi-Fi. I have not, I don't recall being this fucked in uh, accordance with internet before. It's been a while, but you know, shit happens, and if, if this happens at all, all thanks goes to Hank, who not only put this episode together, but he might have ended up uh, editing it, finalizing it, and putting it up. We had some technical t- difficulties. It's been really rough with all our Patreon stuff going on, but hey, that's fucking rad. Uh, you Patreoners should have 
brand new uh, Monday Night Movie replacement commentary for Terminator 3. By all accounts, a much better Terminator movie than the one that premiered in movie theaters this weekend. Again, I can't read any internet. I have no idea what's happening. This is the most I've been able to check out of my email and the web. Ooh, see? And guess what? You're in a small town. Everybody looks at, like, like, everybody looks at you like you're nuts uh, when you're walking around on a headset microphone. Can't help it. Sorry, people. Um, but that's... I should probably just leave it at that and just uh, suffice to say, check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash laser time. Um, shouldn't be a problem. There were some technical difficulties on our end with that this week, or Patreon's end, but I don't think uh, that affected anybody. Um, if you go there right now, you can, get a, you can get a bonus episode of Laser Time every week, a Monday night movie commentary every week. Uh, this week would be Terminator 3, duh. You can get that, but there's also Back to the Future is available there from last week and Terminator 3. Uh, now it is, it's Patreon exclusive after this week, or this week, as of this week. And then we also have Talking Simpsons, the first season of Talking Simpsons. That's Patreon exclusive too. And we should have Homer's Odyssey up this week, one of the weirdest and most uh, behated episodes of The Simpsons for Simpsons fans. That is up there exclusively for Patreon donors. So I'll try and keep this a little short, even though I'm two and a half minutes in and yelling outside a beautiful beach but it's raining and i have shoved my laptop up against the window of a closed coffee shop and i look insane i will leave it at that uh thank you everyone and thank you hank if this actually works later guys it's a time second segment Hey, and we're back as our vanity project continues, and we're so full of ourselves that we can't stop. High on our own hubris. I'm so full of vanity that I stole the reintroduction of this episode, because that should have been Chris that said it. No, no, I I do not care. I have to be on a plane and like, guys, I'm the most important one here. Um, Listen to my blues folk project. (laughs) Well, guys, this is truly a vanity project I'm about to play up, but it's also a movie I really love, honestly. It's... He's rigged a pulley system so he can eat sausage and work on his stupid drawings. I'm being creative. Now, if you'll excuse me, I still have some work to do. And then he grabs a horse's dick. Oh, an elephant's an elephant stick, and it jizzes on him. It, Thank you. So, so it's like Freddie got fingered. Uh, Freddie got fingered. I saw this in the theater, and I was like, and I love Tom Green Show, and I hated this film. And then every time I'm like, why did I hate that this film? And I remember, Daddy would like some sausages, an elephant jizzing on a man in the middle of the desert <laughs> yep. after a house has been lifted. Look at my hooves.
hooves. A guy my making hooves. out with a deer for twelve minutes uncut, and I'm yep. like, wait, that why deer, do I? Why do I, deer. why do I hate this movie again? This <laughs> seems like this seems glorious. And backwards man, backwards man. This is interesting because this is a movie where I don't think that's in any way disingenuous to what Tom Green was. <laughs> yeah, but that movie came out at the absolute apex of his popularity and career. Yeah. Where it was you, just, you, I think I I feel like to, <laughs> unless you're of a certain age, you have to explain Tom Green to people. <laughs> very true. He was he was like a YouTube phenomenon before YouTube. Yeah. He he had a Public show. Public access. He had a he's, show. He's on, like proto uh, Eric Andre, proto MTV yeah. Two is what he is. He of. had a show on TV that was so dangerous. Like on MTV, he would yeah. do shit that you weren't supposed to. He, he would. He brought he, on a CPR expert to give CPR to a dummy solely so they could frame the shot like she was giving him a blowjob at his desk. Yeah. And I watched it and didn't get it. And, yeah. and like, what is happening here? He's just looking at the camera and his mouth is agape. And he like <laughs> took over TRL by making the Bum Bum song. Yes. And like, but again, this was before social media and he was able to conquer it and be like, no, guys, vote for my stupid song to take over this dumb show. It was almost like an early Lil B, where it was yeah, just... He the, was... I remember at the time I described him as a Michael Moore with no purpose. <laughs> like, I just I just want to create trouble in the in the ranks of entertainment and And the weirdest industry. part about that is that he's Canadian. He's Canadian. And so, How can a Canadian do this? Exactly. And so he became man. so big, he could make his own movie called Freddy Got Fingered, which is very true to the Tom yeah. Green ethos. And like, I he thought, got to do whatever the fuck he I saw he the title yeah. and, like... That clearly means like this. I'm fingering this perp. And there's never... How did he get away with that title? There's yeah. no reference to nope. that, that movie is anything but somebody having a finger shoved up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, molestation. Molestation. It's a reference yeah. to him, him alleging molestation to his father. Yes. yes. Rip Torn. Or sorry. Rip Torn. Rip Torn. Yeah. Yes. Rip Torn. Yeah. It was excellent. Who is so good in that movie? Who is fantastic? So angry. The entire. I remember one of the things that made me laugh so much is Drew Barrymore has a bit part in it too because her and Tom. I was going to say like Tom Green was so big he got a bit cameo in the Charlie's Angels movie Mm -hmm. and then married one of its stars. Yeah, (laughs) and that she has a bit part in the movie and. Rip Torn walks by her and he's like coming into the office where she's at and she mm. says, Hey, you can't come in here. And then he just goes, Shut up, bitch. And he just walks by. Like, <laughs> it's just like this total flat, like, Shut up, bitch. And he just keeps walking. I was like, That's very Bodiger uh, of him. I, and he's I, just so <laughs> angry. And there's also a scene where like Harlan Williams breaks his, his character, breaks his leg, and he's just like touching his leg and Harlan oh, Williams yeah. is screaming constantly. Yeah. He and breaks his leg on a skateboarding ramp. And, and it's like, it's like a compound fracture, yeah, where the bone comes out and then like Tom Green's looking and you're just like, that, that, when I and, I saw that, I was just like, I remember that scene and being like, that's, that was just stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. so he just filmed that's, whatever he fucking felt like. Yeah, but okay, so when I remember seeing it, that was my response to everything. Yeah. And, but then I, when I think about it, I'm like, I can't fucking believe this was on a big screen. <laughs> yeah. It is, uh, it is, it's like, when you are the guy, when you yeah. are literally the guy, <laughs> if you capitalize in your moment, you can do literally anything yeah. you want to. Yeah. And this movie, I think, is that example. I think as a but result, the like, price is paid when it comes out. Everybody's like, they shit everybody oh, shit on this movie. Yes, dude. Like, yes. The world shit on it. And it, it's it's growing a cult fan base, but I have a feeling like nobody talks about Steve Martin's The Jerk anymore. Which <laughs> is a great movie in like in like a a, a breakthrough phenom phenom of a comedian making their first movie in a great way. Mm. We're still talking about Freddie Got Fingered, and I think we still well, will still be. Talking still talking is a strong No, but there's a <laughs> We are huge, talking at this moment right there now. Is a, there is a huge cult following around this movie. Henry, back me up on this. There yeah, is it's it's been growing. It is growing. And, people yeah. who had ne- like if you have no knowledge of who Tom Green is and you see it, 
you will be your eyes will be wide open. You would, <laughs> that is weird. How did a now person there make are people this? watching this yeah. that have no idea who he is. You will be transfixed. Like, okay. You might not like what you see, but you were like, I mm. need to learn more about all of this. And you'll find this cult where that doesn't exist for the jerk, and it doesn't exist for Adam Sandler films. Like, it, yeah, it's important to reiterate there was a six month period, maybe what two thousand? Yeah, it was like where he was on TV nearly every day, yeah. at least on TRL. It seemed like there weren't enough like episodes of his show ever. And you'd, you'd be in a, and also, he, he got testicular cancer at that same time and, yeah. and made an episode about he that. Made it, yeah. You know what he made it into? What? An Emmy. Yeah. He won an Emmy yeah. for his testicular cancer operation. And it's like, because there was the Tom Green show that was on MTV, and then it was him. He went to Japan and bought, like, he found the used panty vendor yes. and, like, went and, you know, bought used panties. He was doing all this, like, exploitation vice bullshit kind of a little bit before the curve. Yeah. yeah. Arguably too early because that's, well, you know, its own thing. Pre internet. Well, now you look back on it, you wonder how much he influenced all these kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The, the people 10 years younger than us who were, like, children watching this who then went on to make YouTube videos or whatever. Like, like if yeah. you like Tyler the Creator or any of that kind of, like, Wolfgang shit, like, this is <laughs> totally Tom Green's fucking, but like, jackass era. I, I also stuff. see it as, like, you, th- you think as a, a TV person, you're making programming that makes people not want to change the channel. And, like, Tom yeah. Green may not have made the best joke, but he was so fucking weird. You yes. could never, ever stop watching it. And now look at YouTube videos. When the... I don't necessarily like people like this, but they'll find the right character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't even like what I'm seeing, but I can't look away. <laughs> I can't look away at all. Yeah. Uh, God, uh, Fred, Jesus Christ. Anyway, you guys should all watch Freddy White. Freddie got fingered. Freddie got yeah. fingered, yeah. All right. Uh, on a different Brett, subject. Brett, say something Brett's nice like about Freddie Freddy like, what is I talked about it until the last 30 seconds. I said say something nice about it. Uh, Cinematography was um, very... Um, that deer was very convincing. There was oh, something I was going to say. It has a great... Uh, extra on it which they have a commentary track they also have the they recorded the audience from the first night the premiere mm-hmm. audience so you can hear their reactions to the elephant semen to, <laughs> to everything which was the most semen we'd seen in an already it was film impossible yeah, for sure. and it's uh, covered in ripped torn oh, dude the uh, fact like ripped torn is the best casting of any uh, we've ever seen that movie where it's like he's this stern old man in this movie where Tom Green is fuck a fucking ass yeah exactly it's well, just, you wanna fuck me you, you wanna fuck, fuck me in the ass <laughs> he just pulls down his pants there's like so much that like even as I was like twenty, I was yeah. the perfect audience age, yeah. and I was just kind of like, it was that's still too so, weird to pace. That's so on the nose, like that's not even a joke. <laughs> it like, was, I think it, it is. Like, it really is. It's terraforming for like, yeah, you know, animation is. domination, yeah. fucking Adult Swim, and all this. Yes, yeah. man, I just referenced animation domination before Adult Swim. Kill me, a boy. Uh, like, you know that idea. Old Spice ads. They do a bunch of scientifically accurate songs, Graham. They're really funny. Maybe <laughs> if uh, we sing a lounge song about uh, a state or something. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Rhode Island, maybe. So there was another jerk who did things on <gasps> live TV who. Then made it a, a total vanity project, mm-hmm. except it was, I, I think of it as Borat, but bad. That's you. Drops of water. And you're on top of the mountain. A success. But one day you start sliding down the mountain and you think, wait a minute. I'm a mountain top water drop. I don't belong in this valley, this river, this low dark ocean with all these drops of water. Then one day it gets hot, and you slowly evaporate into air, way up, higher than any mountaintop, all the way to the heavens. Nobody's going to What is this? I have no idea. Uh, maybe if I show you a clip from David Letterman. Ah, fucking. 
Ooh, ooh. Cool. You guys ever heard of Adblock? (laughs) You fucking idiots. No, they haven't, Grim. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make a living here. Yeah, shush. (laughs) Humana, humana, humana. Whitelist us, please. Please, please. Say something, you jerk. What uh, What can you tell us about... They're just silently staring at each other. All right, look, all right. It's, it's, I'm still there. I, all right, I'm, I'm still, still here. here. I'm still here, which is a Joaquin Phoenix yeah. high concept. I want to be uh, Andy Kaufman harder than anyone has ever wanted to be Andy Kaufman. Directed by Casey Affleck. Yes. yes. Dude, I fucking love this. I saw this when it came out. I, I fucking saw it in the morning when it opened I saw the 10 a.m. showing of this shit because I was so on board for this I'm going to reinvent myself in front of the public eye I, and that I thought like he I do still like it was just a fucking art film yeah it was an act and like no you were really annoying for two years but the idea that like you got in character to for two years to promote a fake movie yes that's insane it is amazing that is, it is, that, that is so an amazing good. feat uh, like, yeah. I, just, I just remember the end of the movie where he's walking around slowly for 10 minutes yes. him in the walking water. into the water is an amazing spoilers for With I'm like, still there yeah. I'm still there but yeah the, <laughs> the, that is a great shot but there's so many moments where I think like you and your friends thought you were so funny showing yes. your dick to each other yes. true That's, okay uh, like quick explanation of what this is yes. mm-hmm. so this is a movie that Joaquin Phoenix did mm-hmm. where he, okay so he until this point was basically he was the bad guy in Gladiator that's who he was. <laughs> no, he no, had he won an Oscar. He had won an Oscar won an for Oscar. playing Johnny Cash. And, and, I apologize. But okay, he also was in like a bunch. Like he was on Letterman promoting the shitty like two couples. Yes. Can they ever get along? Like he was doing a bunch of shit, and he was very vocal about like I don't like the roles I'm being offered, and I don't even know what's real anymore when yes. it comes no. to Joaquin Phoenix. Because yeah. like we see him in uh, The Master, which I have finally <laughs> had the ability to rewatch, and he's so fun to watch in that he's fucking so film. He's so good in that movie. He's a great yeah. actor. Yeah. Anyway, what happened with this movie was that he basically decided to reinvent his public persona, so every interview he did for every shitty press junket garbage thing was him with a huge beard being a Looking fucking insane. creepy weirdo Looking and acting mm-hmm. intentionally insane for at least two years, right? It, it'll at least a year, and he said he was going to be a rapper. He was yes, gonna, yes, he, that's he was what quitting. Yes, he was quitting oh my god! Except there's, he there's couldn't been, rap. Were, like yeah. the early days of TMZ were based around that footage of him appearing at Miami clubs and like yes. the whole crowd boo, like yeah. getting booed off the stage. And his whole thing was just, I have a huge beard, I wear sunglasses, and I don't react to anything, <laughs> and I'm going to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. And it's just. Mm-hmm. And then he does this movie, which is basically the whole thing was a setup for this movie. For this movie, and this movie is not great. It's not, and great. I think that it's actually impossibly watchable now that there's no historical context yeah. that yeah. you having lived through the run up to I it. I think because as someone who's I've seen the Blair Witch Project after I know everything is fake. Yes, and it still kind of works. I haven't seen this movie after that. This yeah, is like I would. I mean, people were calling it. I I was following comedians who were calling it from day one. They're like. Once they saw him on Letterman, this this is a put on. You're not really doing this. Like I, I, yeah. K, we're seeing Casey Affleck following you around. But we, I also but, love Casey Affleck. But like wrestling, there was the shadow of the doubt. There yeah, was like sure. dude, minor the, shadow of the doubt. Wrestling is the exact right yeah. idea because it is. It's some kayfabe shit. It's like yeah. you're a celebrity. This is your persona. You're putting it on. Is this a interviews. real moment? And I can't tell right now. I am. It could go both ways. And, but then, well, when as soon as the movie came out, you knew all of it was total yes, bullshit. Of yeah. which is the hard part. But I, it has moments. I just hate it, and everybody hated him for that too. I feel like he had to he had to rebuild his reputation quite a lot. I feel it could have gone either way, right? Yeah. Like I think it, it could have gone. This guy's a genius, but it went the other way, where this guy's a manipulative dickhead asshole, and he hasn't earned this. Because they show him on, on camera, like 
I don't know if it's real coke, <laughs> but he's like constantly doing coke on yep. camera. And he's back. I'd say he's pretty much back friends. to where he was now. But I, I do think it hurt yeah. his career for a little while. Oh, yeah, he, was, sure. he was not in any, anything 100%. after that. Yeah. Because because I, I think, he threw those fucking dice, and that's why I appreciate yeah, this. Because yeah, this is like, a really long con a, thing. That's is, a great yeah, throwing yeah, those dice. That's a good way to it. It was Kaufman-esque, and no one has done that for fucking years. Speaking of wrestling, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about one of the most egocentric beings to ever be in pro wrestling and and his film that is i'd say his ultimate vanity project are you ready for a whole new hulk hogan good god (laughs) (laughs) to the world he's a hero but to this man he's history (laughs) Stand back. Way back. Get ready. Way for the battle no ropes can hold. <laughs> no ropes no can hold them. No referee. <laughs> no rules. No heads. Okay. It's time. No holds. Rip them. Uh-huh. We saw this in the theater in the cast. Uh, I'd like to point out right one of the best. wall is uh, I saved the ticket. Yeah, I say that. Uh, so I, right I saw this movie twice as a kid in the theater. Wow! And then we saw it in Castro. That, that was one of the best ever. That's like, one of that the greatest so movies. Great. Well, so No Holds Barred is the Ooh, film. It's, it's when Vince McMahon, <laughs> the owner of, uh, of WWE, of WF, the owner of wrestling, <laughs> after WrestleMania three conquered wrestling like no other thing had. He set his sights on Hollywood. He's like, now we're going to make the ultimate film, and so. Uh, at WrestleMania 4, Hulk Hogan went away. He gave up the championship so he could go off and film this film for a few year- months. But I, I, and I, but I love... No holds barred. At the time, someone had dug up like interviews McMahon and Hogan were doing while making this movie. Mm-hmm. And the way they talk about it, as if it's the second coming of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Oh, the scene didn't work, so Hogan and I stayed up all night in a hotel room rewriting the script. Like, it does not show at the, all. Like, yeah, the yeah, cocaine never is not talked about there in that rewriting. <laughs> yes. Just to be in that room, man. Man, uh, I wish I was at uh, a wrestling event last year so, that Hulk Hogan was at. So what if he's at. doing push-ups and she wakes up and just sees his ass in the glare of the moonlight? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Put it in the script. <laughs> she can't say no to him. She thinks he's a jerk. That, that, I've never seen a male so objectified in, yeah, in a movie. Just but, like every scene, he changes his entire <laughs> outfit. And my favorite the same scene, theme, though. favorite scene of the whole movie is like he's in a just a regular crappy diner on the side of the street, <laughs> fully laced up in sky blue boots yes. and, a, and a baby blue outfit. He's, he's dressed like my first bike. Uh, <laughs> well, no, when, <laughs> well, no, when his when his brother his is bro- injured and in a coma, he's wearing like he's wearing the same outfit, but it's all black. So yes. he's like in more. His brother, by the way, is Jacob from Lost. Jacob from Lost. So there's scenes yes. of him, him. Is he going to be pinned? How real is wrestling? The movie treats it yeah. as very real and deadly. Yeah. Well, and um, Kurt and, Sutter as the as the guy who's trying oh, to yeah. hire him called him jerk ass yes. jerk ass the, 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 the uh, second best Ghostbusters enemy of all time yeah. uh, <laughs> next to William Atherton the, no, the dickless William Atherton uh, but he was also in Wayne's World yes. yeah, but, that movie is so good and yeah. then also uh, the other thing that made this a, a giant ego boost for Hogan who do, only does things for his ego like he's one of the most egocentric wrestlers ever has creative control in his contract True. and gets to call whatever he does so the film comes out it's a bust 
But they decide in the, they, in they, the summer of eighty nine. Summer of eighty nine. But it was up against Indiana Jones, yes. Ninja Turtles. Wow! Uh, like we, Batman. Batman. Like it was dead in the water just due to like the superiority. It was a of the huge failure. But they thought it was going to be so big that they made the main character of the main enemy of the film, Zeus, yes. a real person in WWE. You may recognize as uh, Debo from Friday, the president in Fifth Element. Is, yeah. it, is it really the same guy? It's the same guy. It's, it's Tiny, Tiny Lister. Lister. Wow. Yeah. Tiny I have no idea. Yeah. And so he wrestled Hogan. Even though Tiny Lister is not a wrestler. He's a very no. large man who can do stunts, but he's not a wrestler, and it showed. And <laughs> they even partnered them up together of, they did a pay-per-view mm-hmm. where you could buy the pay-per-view of No Holds Barred, and then after that would be a steel cage match between Hogan and Brutus Barber Beefcake versus wow. Zeus and the Macho King. Like, wow. that's how Jesus. much they put into it. I just, I just imagine Tiny Lister like, wait, so... How long am I playing this role? Like, <laughs> forever! For years. For years. Well, I mean, if we're uh, lucky, you're going to main event WrestleMania, and then yeah. you'll be facing him in, uh, it, it, until WrestleMania. That was probably their plans, though, right? I, I, like, like, it was. Yeah. super strong, so you cannot do any other roles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he must be this man. <laughs> so, yeah, they had to ditch it, and it made for Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania mm-hmm. six. But, yeah, they they were certain they were going to conquer Can I just Hollywood say to Laser Time film. fans who don't know wrestling, is kayfabe is how these idiots say fake. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. like I didn't know that for like a year when I hearing you guys talk. Uh, it's, just I like, it's the circus carnival talk of like yeah. everyone gets a shoot and a work and this is like this guy's a sucker and let's play him and this right. is like well, let me let's change gears here to another oh, classic no so it, and it just came and out we, on DVD. Yeah, oh, and we have a commentary for it if you'd really want to listen to it on our Bandcamp so too. Good. It's a good a, excuse to rewatch it or watch it for the first time. All right, give this one a listen. I want nightclubs. I want Vegas, but, movies, TV. I want it all. I want it all, baby. <laughs> it's terrible this writing. Movie, like, I love Bobby Darren so much. I love Kevin Spacey so much. Mm-hmm. And for years, Kevin Spacey fought to make a movie where he played Bobby Darren and sang all of his songs. Mm-hmm. And after winning the Oscars. After winning the Oscar, uh, it's so fucking... What did like, he win the Oscar for? American Beauty. Yep. And right. After winning supporting Oscar, uh, supporting Oscar for uh, Kaiser Sose. Yeah. Did I spoil it? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, so he could write his own check mm-hmm. and make whatever dream project he wanted to. So, so big closet gay man decides to do the singing well, the, dancing guy from the 1940s. He so, decides to Seth MacFarlane. So the, <laughs> the we may have an update on that soon. But um, <laughs> yeah, that he Bobby Darren sang some great songs. His life. Who is Bobby not, Darren? Uh, he sang somewhere uh, beyond, beyond the Bioshock sea, fans, people. Somewhere, somewhere waiting, waiting for me. me. He also sang Mac the Knife. Mac when the he didn't, shot he didn't do Don't worry, be happy. No, that's, oh, Bob, that's Bobby McBear. Yeah. Ah. But and Brown. by the yeah, Mac the Knife is a song about a man who stabs, stabs hookers. Women. Yeah, it's like, great. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's so upbeat. Song, Mac the Knife. <laughs> It, it, it is, and it's also the, it's also, back in town. It's also the basis for the singing moon character in the '90s McDonald's ads. Mac I will retire now. Wow, all right. That's completely yeah. irrelevant. And but the real problem would be on the sea. One is <laughs> one that it's not. And Kevin Spacey is a great singer or a good yeah. singer. No, he's great. And, and but he's the, awesome. the biggest problem with it, number one, is that Bobby Darren's life's not that interesting. No. And number two. <laughs> 
He was, I believe, 10 years older than Bobby Darren was when he died. Bobby Darren died at a young age, and Kevin Spacey is 10 years older than him. So he and he's dating Kate Bosworth in the film, and it just doesn't look right. Like, he's so much older than Kevin her. Kevin Spacey with a woman? You got me, buddy. Well, that's to be it. quite honest, Kevin Spacey has looked like he's about 40 years he's old looked, for his he has, entire career. He has been a- ageless enough. It's it's pretty true. much like since the negotiator. It's like, yeah. what if you had a widow's peak drop kick you at like 25? <laughs> and that was hey, your life. Look at you talking. <laughs> I, well, my, my okay. hair is by default a pompadour. I have to flat it down. I've got it done every day. Well, okay, so somebody did say Seth MacFarlane. So that I would say me. his vanity project would be his album, Music Better Than Words. Oh, God. When you get all set to go in. I'm watching Grim kill himself. This is great. <laughs> That's Harry Carey all over the Laser Time Kitchen Studio. I mean, he's not a bad singer. No. But I think I don't hate Seth MacFarlane like you guys. I don't. The family Guy makes me laugh more often. Seth's out of the background. The only thing uh, I hate more than Seth MacFarlane is the people that lionize fucking uh, hmm. the Rat Pack. The Rat Pack. The idea that's like if you sing my way, if you sing that and you fuck it up, fuck you. Hey, have you ever oh, tried singing without, without committing any range? When you, it's very easy to do. Bing pow. There's 18 guys with trumpets behind me. That's why it sounds so good. That's. Uh, yeah, it's so Seth MacFarlane. He's always had that's why song the lady is a whore. So, One more time. I mean, he had, an, the knife. he had an episode of the show where Frank Sinatra Jr. teamed up with he, two of his characters total, total to sing with. Like that was Vanity Project, and then he put out his own album. Why don't you get me started on Frank Sinatra Jr.? Like that fuck. Like I have nothing, nothing but my father's name. Fuck you. Hold on, I, I, I do. I think it was Dana Gould who said like naming your son that Frank Sinatra is a form of child abuse. It, it, at hundred percent. At best, you can hope to be as a worse version of me. <laughs> throughout, through everyone in the world's eyes, he should have become like an engineer or like a math man. Like, yeah, no, I fix air conditioning. Yes, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah. No, I invented a way that cleans water for Nigeria. I don't. Yeah, I don't it's, sing. It's I, just so. Uh, him like he wasn't going to get to make his own album on that level. Yeah, but I think one of the reasons. It's so he's very... so he's David Flair, <laughs> or he's Zoe Dashnell. No, I'm well, saying Frank Jr. is. But one of the reasons people hate Seth MacFarlane because like if you notice in the first season of Family Guy, this shit doesn't happen. Yes. That guy took. Not only does he get uh, spray tanned and have like his like I. I saw him in that... Sorry, I'll finish this thought. <laughs> no, no. He gets spray tanned and he had lounge, lounge Vegas singing lessons to Oof. make an album. Oof. That is why this happened. That is why Oof. there's so much singing on Family Oof. Guy. Uh, and then when I saw him... I, yeah. I, I clicked on to watch Two Days to Die in the West because I, I like his contribution to comedy. It doesn't always work for me. Um, but that movie is so fucking terrible... I would have been fine with Family Guy cutaways the whole time. Like I love the <laughs> idea of like what it was. a guy from the 21st century talking about the old West and how like there's a million everything's dangerous here. Instead, he's dating Charlie's Theron. Yeah, and 70 minutes of the movie are a fucking serious love story between the two of them. Yeah, it is excruciating and boring yeah. and a waste of like a great premise that they established earlier. And, yeah. But also the whole time he looks like a digital human being. It looks Something like, doesn't look right. It looks about like he's it, wearing yeah. a mask. It looks like his hair was digitally added in. It, it he he does not look real. Yeah, and he's a, he's a yeah. super vain, like uh, pretty good with the ladies guy in Hollywood, and it just happens to be through cartoons. Yeah, and uh, you guys hate his guts. I don't feel that way about him. I I would quickly say 
he is by no means the worst singer on earth. No, he is no. picking the absolute worst genre in which to portray <laughs> yeah. yourself, which is dick shit Broadway no. Las Vegas garbage. No, I, I, I also everybody I've ever met who's a huge Frank Sinatra fan yeah. can suck my dick. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Well, uh, it so. is, uh, the only time my grandfather ever yelled at me and threatened to hit me was in 1989. We're like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's the Frank Sinatra story on CBS. Two nights, two putts. Shut your fucking mouth. Dude, like, like, like the, the degree to which people love him makes yeah. me hate him more than I should. Because it is, like, boggling uh, like how much people like Frank Sinatra. If he was still thing. alive, I wouldn't yeah. be so fascinated by him, but I absolutely am. Oh, so, I mean, he was a goon for the fucking mafia in Las he, Vegas, But right? he, has like, his, he has his hooks in everything. <laughs> the entire recording man. industry. He was like the first celebrity to come out as like an atheist mm. in a fucking Playboy interview in the 60s. Like, no, was, ah, this whole God thing. I'm going to piss off my Catholic friends, but I gotta but, say. I just signed my death warrant, by the way. <laughs> I said, might. fuck Frankie, and someone's gonna show up my door like, but fuck you! <laughs> what what Grim's saying, if you said that shit in like the 19 60s or 70s you might have done that he yeah. had mafia protection people yeah. who fuck with Frank Sinatra died I don't yes. care how much you like Pitbull yes. or Avril Lavigne that shit is not <laughs> on their behalf you write a hot take on Avril Ooh, Lavigne boy, you're good yeah. you write a hot uh, take on Frankie Sinatra yeah. in the 70s you're done baby like you're someone, done. someone approaches you at your favorite restaurant so you got something bad to say about the king huh? well man, I right. think I'm late for my sophomore year of college <laughs> well so okay, Seth MacFarlane is one thing but in 2012 there was a step even further with Haley Sings, the album by Rachel McFarlane. Really? Let's Who's the audience for this, though? Uh, yeah, again, this is not palatable music. Because she's the voice of the mother on American no, Dad. No, she's the, the daughter the on daughter. American Dad. And so, yeah, she is the sister of Seth McFarlane. Who, if you listen, not a bad singer either, but... But, it's like, why just, do the same thing? Because yeah. <laughs> they probably went to all the same classes. Yeah, they probably but, like, took you're all already, the... like, I don't get it, though. Like, <laughs> who's the audience for this? And then it's also called Haley Sings, which trades on the char- like the oh least favorite God. character on a- An American that. Dad. Like, oh, wow. The one the, the writers Haley... are bored of. Yeah, who doesn't do shit? She's the mega of American Dad, and they hate her, too. <laughs> like, and it's, oh, I want to hear this album where Haley sings. Like, just call it the Rachel McFarlane album. Why even stamp Haley's stupid face on the cover wow. of it? We're looking at the album cover here, and it's the actual woman singing with an old condenser-ass mic, and then the cartoon character in a fancy it's, outfit with the same condenser-ass mic. It is the mic. equivalent of, like, the Hair Bear Bunch sings the blues. Like, that that shit is, like, like an eighth-tier animated character. Yeah, and hey, look, I love standards. I love hearing American standards I do like pruned out. I, I love them, but... Grim almost rolled his eyeballs out of his head. I much prefer them. Like the one of my this, in a good way, a good version of this is when um, Rufus Wainwright did a bunch. Of, he did he did Judy. Grim's giving him a thumbs up. I, I got a thumbs up. Grim too. Rufus Wainwright did a recreation of an entire Judy Garland concert, and then he brought out his sister Martha Wainwright. Rain, rain. Uh, Martha, Easy, and up. she sang. Wait she sang a song too, and she was great. Like mm-hmm. it was. I want to see stuff like that. Like brothers and sis- siblings are, can sing. Like, all right. So, and my sister's a fucking actress. Sisters. I would never put her on the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I. I have so many other examples, but I feel like we should dive into Scientology before we finish. Oh, Wait, oh, hang goodness. on. I have because that's. Pretty- I saw what Brett was looking at. If I, what I think all right, I want to hear this. Let me. Brett. Can I see your cord there oh, for a sure. second? So this is one of the greatest things of like it's along the Joaquin Phoenix line, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So Johnny Cash, 
He walks alive. No. <laughs> I wish I was dead. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> it's never gonna get. It's gonna take you like a minute to get this. It, maybe more. Dude, the picture of this. Wow, I've never really heard this. Oh my god, this is insane. Oh, this this totally qualifies as Vanity Project when you get it. I want unremarkable music. Um, Anything under a different... Yeah. Yep, here's... What? No, hang on, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let, let me get through this. It, it will not be familiar to you, by the way. I feel bad for you if this is familiar. Even though this album sold millions. So, this was a super famous country musician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is who this in nineteen ninety nine who in nineteen ninety nine decided he was going to be Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. Oh yes, so, yes, yes. Fucking uh, like the world's most famous hick puts on a wig, <laughs> and, and like he, he's so like. But that's I find this this makes me mad because I find it ballless. You're the most popular recording star in the world, and you can't say Garth like, Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yeah, and you can't say like I'd like to try out. This different form of music. No, you create this persona. We're literally on Saturday Night Live. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh, so, where Garth Brooks hosted SNL with the musical yes. guest Chris Gaines. Yep. And like yep. In, a, in, a, in a world before I internet, saw that one. Garth Brooks thought like I'm really getting over on these people, aren't I? This is so fun. This is so experimental. But yeah, it, it, no, I, it was I just unreal. Like he looks like the the black suit Spider Man Tobey Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like what are you doing? What are you doing? He looks like Zoolander. Jesus, wow! That look is, at this. Yeah. Look at this picture he's of him. Duck facing. He's this got, this he's is got, the greatest picture of him of all time. Yeah. It's it's him wearing like a fucking emo goth like haircut with like a little soul patch. Well, and he created his own. Behind the music yes. for it as well. Yes. Yep. yes, he had a lot of plans. For I, this. If yes. you don't remember this, kids, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. You should look the most self indulgent yeah. thing that was ever like so forced for, on the public. First worth, yeah. dude. He was he was the forefront of like when country when country music blew up in the early mid '90s. So officially big, became mainstream. Garth, Garth Brooks was at the forefront. Brooks and Dunn. Garth Brooks and Dunn. Millions. Millions. Well, now Brooks is done. <laughs> he doesn't do stuff anymore. Years where Garth Brooks had like. Three of the top albums. Yeah, yeah. And and also to not let you guys get away from this fact, last year in Ireland, last year 2014, of the year of our Lord, Garth Brooks had uh, shows scheduled to play in Ireland. There's nothing. And as there was some sort of minimum requirement for Mm -hmm. him to play four nights to book the biggest venue in Ireland, Uh and he only had three nights. And as a result, they were like, we can't book you unless you book four nights. So he was like, fuck you, I'm not going at all. <laughs> and the entire country, including the Taoiseach and the fucking like, elected prime ministers and everything, <laughs> had to fucking do damage control. The entire country wow, was wrapped wow. around not getting that Garth Brooks concert. And wow. it was national news for at least five months. <laughs> but I like this. You may think we're talking about an obscure topic, but I know most of you that I'm talking to right now don't know a single Garth Brooks song. But this swept a nation, and you yeah. were probably alive. 
I can't even think of a Garth Brooks song to be honest. Rope in the wind. I got friends in low. All right, fuck it. I know a Garth Brooks song. Thunder rolls. Come on, man. And lightning strikes. I hated everyone liked him so much in high school that I blocked my mind off. He was the biggest thing around. He had all the. And then he decided, like, I'm gonna be. Like pro wrestling style, I'm going to reinvent myself now, and try to be in the same place at the same well, time. He tried to do a heel turn. He well, did no. try. Oh, he tried. Uh, Chuck Klosterman in one of his recent books, he uh-huh. he deconstructs this whole thing in a really? very interesting way. And Did he become Shelderman. One of his points is that that Garth Brooks was was greedy in that he wanted to have two number one albums yes. at the same time in different. Yeah. He wanted to conquer both charts, alt and country. And even though the life of Chris in the life of Chris Gaines was oh treated as a bad record, like mm-hmm. as a failure, it it went double platinum in America and platinum yes. in Canada. <sighs> like it sold more than probably the top 10, the top 20 albums of last year sold. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. country That's music the probably always will. Cause yeah. it's the only thing. So well, physical albums at this uh, point, but yeah, that Chris Gaines thing, but it, like but, what happened to Garth Brooks? He's done. Now, but what's, right? what's like, terrible. No, Cause of last year, oh, he's, he's still okay, selling so he's out still, multinational shows right. to Europe, but he took a long break. After yeah. That. yeah, he, yeah, like, he made, for like maybe, a decade. He made yeah. maybe one album yeah. in between that. Uh, he, he is Billy, the doughiest white guy of all time. He too. Is like, a you look at him, it's like, fuck. how is this guy a celebrity? <laughs> like, he doesn't work out. He has no charisma. He sings mediocre ass songs. He hides his baldness with a cowboy. He's got friends hat. in low places. Yeah. Uh, that's the answer. Uh, the Thank second you, I heard that song, <laughs> I. I oh. All right. Well, I did promise people Scientology before we finished this. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, what, so I was going to say about... Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, Chris Gaines. Yes. Because, like, at the time, like, I was really mad. The shit's been bubbling in the stoop. Because I, I was researching radio around this time, and Clinton had written all these things that allowed Clear Channel and... Uh, the the movie with Cuba Gooding Jr.? <laughs> no, no. You mean the monopoly of the radio. He was teaching uh, us, by the way. We weren't teaching radio. That's correct. Um, <laughs> correct. Uh People on the, like I, I was so ups, upset by the radio because it was just like I I told that story before that like Limp Biscuit headlines Warp Tour what yep. no one's ever heard of you and then two days and like everybody booed them and then two days later they're on the radio and two day in like two months later they're the biggest thing in the universe yeah not fair so think <laughs> think about the way the way the radio works you hear here's a new album by Chris Gaines and you don't know anything about this and you're like this music sucks and so, but what that means is that it plays every hour yep. for weeks. Until it sells, well, this is what they're telling us to buy, so we're going to buy it. We were told. It, it's it's so infuriating for me to think about, because everybody yep. knew they were marketing a Garth Brooks thing, but people didn't know that, like, there were certain people who didn't know what they were buying, but, like, this is so un- unoriginal and uninspiring. Ugh. It is crazy to think that, like, you didn't know that it was a Garth Brooks. I, every, I think most people knew, but, like... Right, yeah, yeah. they didn't shy away from it. They, but, right. but they did, they never really confirmed it. I mean, I was well, like, following it, Garth Brooks, and I exactly, knew. Exactly, it was exciting for existing Garth Brooks fan, mm-hmm. but I also think it was a double blind for fucking people that had no it, idea. It allowed the worst music through a marketing machine it's terrible 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 it is it was well garth brooks was always it always seemed like that's why he was so successful he was much more into marketing than writing music i'll say i I will stand up for garth brooks's music there's a there's a lot of it i think is pretty okay it's fine poppy country man what's the the the... standing outside the fire you want to talk about it yes brett and i were both singing it the other day it's a good song Uh, the other day it was a year ago was it a year ago (laughs) just so you know this is time.com this has been my office my house and my prison like i time time is not (laughs) to me the time the the timing is right it was a year ago i will Uh, quickly intercede on here though but uh bob dylan his yes. son Jacob Dylan, oh my God. Oh. the band The Wallflowers, yeah. and yeah. their song One Headlight. That is 
I guarantee you that is completely nepotism and completely. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that he didn't get to book any. Like he would have never booked no, any meetings you know, with any no person. Would, you no know, one my, would have ever given him the fucking sign of day. Where but, my my real anger comes from? Because like Wallflowers is fine, forgettable '90s music. Yeah, whatever. it's fine. But then like on the Godzilla soundtrack. Oh my god! Oh yes. This video. Is oh yes. a, It's a David Bowie cover. No, and for the heroes, first heroes. for the first ah! time for the first time he he like. Throws off that like I'm not my father and sings a David Bowie song exactly like his father. And we can be heroes. Oh my God! So yeah, that day. was just one day. Wow! And to quote Krusty the Clown, "That's the sweetest plum." It is. On, <laughs> they didn't know Godzilla was going to be a big flop. To get your get a song on the Godzilla album, that's yeah. basically giving somebody two million dollars. Yes, because they figure that like having one song on the Bodyguard soundtrack made a ton of people money. Yeah. I paid eighteen dollars at Sam Goody for the Godzilla soundtrack yeah. on cassette Just when I was in New York. Cassette. The Daily Show in the Craig Kilborn phase made a great joke about it was about black movies, but it's like, and here's the latest black movie that will be seen by uh, a forty thousand percent of the people who will buy its soundtrack. <laughs> because at that at that time, like, there's all these unremarkable movies that come yeah. out that have like a soundtrack of like breaking new artists in the way MTV and the radio that was huge. The, like, the the uh, Predaporte soundtrack for '90s. <laughs> yeah, how about that, dude? That was a number one album for yeah. fucking months. Well, young people, young people <laughs> love a skewering of the French uh, <laughs> <laughs> French fashion culture, and especially Rob Robert Altman. Oh, hey guys, version Bullworth. Does anybody remember Bullworth? Oh, okay. dude, yeah, I that, would also so quickly, if we were talking about celebrity hubris, yeah. one of the videos from the Godzilla soundtrack is the Jimmy Page uh, yeah. Puff Daddy. They played live on the yeah. show. Come with me. Yeah. And that fucking music video <coughs> is legitimately <coughs> 20 fucking minutes long. It yeah. is a yeah. short film yeah. that is Puff Daddy and his luscious penthouse in New York. <laughs> but you don't and then Godzilla shows up. And you don't like, remember there's that, that song on the P. Diddy album where it's just the Rocky riff over and over again? Yeah. But Dennis Hopper is playing a news anchor who's trying to capture him in a helicopter on a boat. <laughs> Celebrity <laughs> hubris is not complete without a complete yeah. episode about rappers. Yeah. I'll I handle mean, that. I mean, we've had... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 know one, I know at least a couple of our listeners said, like, things about 90s rappers. This 90s rap in general... Mm. I mean, I had like the fucking. I had a Shaq. I had Shaq's uh, straight. What's I'm the name? Straight playing. Shaq straight playing. Yes, sir. But you didn't, you didn't grab biological. Didn't bother. Oh no! <laughs> the I fucking should've... shooter and his dad. Yeah, dude, that is a good one. But I wanted one of his fun ones. But uh, okay, you want, you want happy rap? You want kid? Okay, play. Scientology. So Scientology oh, ruled Hollywood going. and has for a long time, and it's only been like. I really do feel like we have to uh, thank South Park for making it an open target because it was a silent target for many well, years. It, it would still portray itself as dangerous. Like, if yeah. you make fun of this religion... We will you should, sue you. No, I don't care. Like, Scientology is no stupider than any other religion. It's... I don't... It's a little stupid. I don't... Hot take! But that's... But it doesn't matter how stupid a religion is. It's where you find meaning, and yeah. that's fine. But the idea that like no one can make fun of you, mm-hmm. and you you will legally shut them down, yeah. like you're a fucking you're an asshole. Well, and so uh, one of the most rich and powerful members of it of the of the scam mm-hmm. is John Travolta, and yes. he and it was his dream to oh, make God. one of the greatest works of L. Ron Hubbard's ever into mm-hmm. a film, into a film series. And that is Battlefield Earth. Did we ever shitlords this movie? No. We, we haven't? No. We have not. No, I, is... I own it on an original Warner Brothers Snap DVD case. I still have that same DVD. It's yeah. one of we, the... So this has to be dope. We were going to do a 4th of, we of July thing. It is people fighting for their independence. <laughs> that is good. So, uh, yeah, that... 
So, oh, thank you. This. Thank you, Jesus. John Travolta. <laughs> apparently, I believe I read John Travolta wanted to play the young man along. He, did. he wanted to play Barry Pepper's role originally. Yeah. Barry fucking Pepper. You remember Good Bright God. Shining Star, Barry Pepper? Uh, I do. Well, so, I do. don't dislike. Knock I, around, guys. So yes. then he, so <laughs> then he aged into the role of the lead villain, who is one of like the hammy exterminate or... all man animals. So, <laughs> oh, I, I so, recorded that exterminate too. Hang on. And animals. <laughs> at, well, wait. Let me play. Here's how hammy he was. This is just clips of him laughing. It's called oh. uh, the video called Battlefield Earth All Laughs. Oh, you're too much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is outrageous in this movie. I know. He's, and their outfits are ridiculous. They, they have giant. This, this is the only. Dreadlocks. This is the only movie I saw in the theater that people booed at. They have really? huge dreadlocks. People booed. Like at the credits. They, or yeah, just the, credit, the, movie? the credits were over, and it was. <laughs> they all have nose plugs on because they yes. can't stand the scent of humanity. Yes. They conquered Earth in like ten minutes or something. Oh wait, but they... who was the other guy? Who the second in command of John Travolta? Or Forrest Whitaker? Oh, like motherfucking uh, humans, man. Animals. They did. Yeah. They did phenom together. Your and I... wife's alien pussy who tastes like human <laughs> so butter. Good. I think they. I think they did get him just because he was in phenom with him and that did so well. And so, yeah, it... like phenom. Jesus Christ. But yeah, that in I, I feel that Travolta Phenomenon. would have been the best comedic actor of all time. Yeah, he was completely miscast for his entire you remember, career. Like, like, none of us saw the John Waters. Uh, he's great in, in hairspray. hairspray. He's like, great he's in supposedly really. He's so good in every like Broadway simulacrum, yeah. right? Like so, all these like that and like Saturday Night Fever that are just so, like dancing, so, having fun films. He is not a serious right. actor. So look. John Rawls is gay. He I is. Guess. He's gay. That's, yeah. And he gets the closer he gets to vamping out and being gay on film, the better he, the is. Better he He's is. That's so who good. He is. He's That's so good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And when he tries suck. to bury that under weird machismo that Scientology tells him to have, it's, the, the, his roles in the late nineties, like. I don't hate the guy, but like they were so wrong for him. Yeah. He could be like an Alec Baldwin character. You add to your movie <laughs> to get giant laughs four yeah. times a film. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's he was hilarious. like he's he was so playing funny. the he was playing the angel Michael trying to yes. help people oh, fix he, their lives. He played the lead role in one of two movies that was made in my hometown. Michael. Michael. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. One? Sorry. Phenomenon. Phenomenon, Phenomenon, yeah. Phenomenon and was the movie he did. And then Triple X was the other movie. <laughs> now, Andy yeah. made the, uh, he was in the film made in my hometown, Jacksonville, Florida. The um, uh, the one General's with him daughter? and Samuel L. Jackson where they're investigating the Navy stuff. The General's daughter. No, not the General's daughter. It's no. not, forget it. It's but <laughs> They filmed it because Jacksonville has a big Navy base. The fact that so. you could even pull off the General's daughter it's, out of the blue is pretty impressive. We talk about pop culture all the time. The trailer goes like, he murdered her worse. He raped her? Worse. What's worse than rape and murder? I'm like, I still don't know. I still don't know what that movie's talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, the Battlefield Earth is full of boardroom-like meetings. Like, it's, it's about the middle management of owning Earth while the rat humans try to take it over. Yes. It's terrible. And... And then on the flip side of that, in the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> many years later is After Earth, which is some call a secret Scientology uh, film. But whether it is or not, it is certainly a vehicle for Will Smith to get his son in a movie. With I movie. mentioned the FXX uh, pre-roll yes. things where they're advertising movies that are showing mm-hmm. soon. Uh-huh. 
After Earth was one of them, where it was yeah. a shot of <laughs> I, Jaden Smith looking panicked at a log looped seven times, and then he runs under the so log. So that Will Smith is stuck in a box for most of the film with yep. a broken leg, yes. and, and is being as uncharismatic as possible, I feel, to give his son yes. the spotlight. Yes. And also, it's an M. Night Shyamalan film, which doesn't yes. help it in any way. Uh, I, was, I, don't want to, I just don't want to blame the writer. No, I, a, a screenplay with... When you have Will Smith and M. Night Shyamalan... Yeah. What does a screenplay even mean to those two? They make whatever yeah, that, the fuck they want. That is 100% true. Yeah. You have yeah. no control. You are he, a third party to this movie. I met the screenwriter numerous times, like him a lot, in all of his other stuff, but I've never seen this. Yeah. All right, let me play a clip of, of Jaden Smith's wonderful acting. What was your mistake? Trusting me? <laughs> Depending on me thinking that I could do this? Now I'm giving you an order. To turn around. Seen the Mass Effect Three? <laughs> kind of looks like. And return to this ship. Pull the red switch or the blue switch. And one, you're evil. You wouldn't give any other ranger that order. You are not a ranger. And I'm giving you that order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just his face Look, and just. I'll still go on record. The world We're is, too mean to is him, too yes. Mean to Jaden Smith. He's a 15-year-old kid making mistakes in front of everybody. Yeah, that's and he has lived a life that is impossible. An yes. alien life. Yeah. His life is impossible. And, 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 Will, and, and the idea of like Will Smith, like, I'm going to secure the future of all my children by putting him in one movie. Mm-hmm. Forever. I, I, I would also say I that understand even that. if I run out of all my money, yes, there's It doesn't make it secure. excusable. And it's not very cool. And none of us can do it. And you want to claim nepotism, collusion. His life is impossible, but so is the life of any 15-year-old put on a film. A little bit. The difference is his life has no consequence. I just, I feel... Jaden t- Smith could do crack cocaine and <laughs> fucking base jump for his entire life. And it's, he would be... A plus okay and nothing would We were on the show yelling about Jaden Smith and how what a silly person he was and I'm just like thinking of a world if my diary was online and a million people were following me and they and like that's how I had to grow up. It sounds like a fucking nightmarish existence. That poor kid. All I could think of is that poor kid. Yeah. Because I would be saying self important, mm-hmm. grandiose shit about a bunch of stuff I didn't understand either, <laughs> but I didn't have a million people looking at it. Yeah. No, let alone fucking tabloids writing about me. That's look fair. at this look at this that's idiot fair. kid did in his way to his prom. Like that's a that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare that you would have. Yeah, yeah but yeah, uh, just him getting forced into a film with his like yeah, a little it's, bit, it's not good. But I can't sympathize with a kid who literally has no consequence. He can there do whatever are, he wants, and he'll be a huge success his entire life. Kind yeah. of, I, I, but I do. But like, you're right. Watching, I, watching I the girl Willow, she like she got the the fucking daddy. Bump. She whips her hair back and forth, and then and then back it was and like forth. and like never mind. She whips her hair back and forth. She was like never back mind. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna retract privately because I don't actually want this. Yeah, and if, if Jane wants it, I don't know. It's this, it's a mess. It's kind and it that movie like was just. Bad. It was, it's and bad. the people. It didn't help people that were already saying Will Smith is a secret Scientologist. <laughs> that it had all these like. I mean, it's got the sci-fi setting. It's about negating emotions and controlling your emotions. It's, it's the Ghosty going clear that that's on HBO Go right now. It's mm-hmm. a great documentary, and it, it leads me to believe that what I thought about Scientology was always great correct. Documentary, people you know, uh, only on HBO, only on HBO. <laughs> but but that, that the real the real evil behind yo follow Doff list. <laughs> the real evil behind Scientology is that it is a money-making operation. And so I don't, very I, I don't think every religion Much is Much like that. Christianity. I think that was the result of being a popular religion. I don't mm-hmm. think they set out to take people's money. But if you, like, 
there are only 30,000 Scientology followers? Yeah. And you guys threw yourself an Oscar party? <laughs> well, you like, see that Ron, L. Ron Hubbard's teeth in that thing. You think you can afford to get yes, some new teeth. And, yes. But, oh, like little, what we're little talking about, though, is we're talking about Vanity Project. So okay. this movie would yeah. 100% have never been made unless Will Smith was there. I, I think it was already going to be made. But it, it got – Will Smith's one of those guys who changes your movie. Sure. And, and he, did, he turned down what would have been the greatest role of his career as Django and Django Unchained. Because he's like, you need to change the ending. Mm-hmm. I have to be the one to kill. Uh, the, I'm the guy who does all this I'm stuff. the guy who kills it. Christoph Waltz is the said guy. no. And, and then, yeah, well, guess what? The, the, yeah. This part written for you that you're perfect for that would remake your career, he said no to. I, didn't need to, I don't need to play the clip from it, but Grindhouse is definitely a vanity project. The one I yes. love. Yes. yes, it's great, yes. though. I, I spent I, four fucking hours I, in a theater watching that. I think, Me too. I think well, it, might be, it might be that the success or failure of it is the definition here but like a passion project can be different from a vanity project yeah well like say the passion of the christ which i didn't have a clip on here because i didn't like all you'd hear is just screaming and, it's and sma- the fact that, a, no don't yeah the fact <laughs> well, no, he'd, say it in, he'd say it in aramaic man the, the fact that christians like ate that movie up so hard when i'm like you're watching a horror movie you're taking yeah. your child this to isn't a, horror a documentary movie. just because they're talking in aramaic this is not this is not a documentary mm. you know and so we gotta wrap this up uh, yeah we really do the mm. grim does want to grim was pointing at southland tales on here which, i was uh, pointing have you seen it? It? yes I, I i like that movie and i i accept it is, its it flaws is, it is good and for no other reason, uh, that we didn't realize how great The Rock was. That both I grew up loving and confusing Booger and Wallace Shawn <laughs> for the longest time, and somebody yeah. went to the trouble to put them in the same movie. It's amazing. Nah. John Larroquette is in the movie, who I thought was the actor in everything when I was a little kid. <laughs> Quickly explain the director of Southland Tales. Uh, it's Richard Richard Kelly, Kelly who, made who made Donnie Darko. So which make Donnie Darko was a it's Titanic so cool. Dark Knight hit. That it movie so was cool. huge from out of nowhere. And, and Southland Tales is crazy, but I still kind of think it's. it's the Rock, the one, the twins. The in Rock the movie? is a the president. This was also another Weinstein Brothers Miramax suck your dick movie, kind of, where they showed up and they were like, "This did great, and you are great," and they gave this dude carte blanche to do whatever yes. he needed to. Who's who's the villain in the movie? Well, it's Kevin Smith in old makeup and a wheelchair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, when they gave yep. <laughs> well when they gave carte blanche to you know Tarantino or or uh, uh, Rodriguez, they made crazy stuff. They yeah. made money, but uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Meanwhile, Southland Tales was like it was ridiculous. It was, I don't want to. I don't want to because I grew up with this, and, and and growing up, they gave a a visionary a bunch of money to do something crazy. Yes, and if we're lucky, that turns out to be successful. And Southland Tales wasn't, but I would never want to discourage the money that was given to this Southland Tales. This movie is 100 percent worth watching. You've never it seen Southland crazy. Tales. It's got The Rock in it. It's got um, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. Janine Garofalo. Sean William Scott. It's it's a Titanic cluster Timberlake. of fucking stars, and it is a gross mess that has John Lovitz as an FBI agent John fucking yes. Lovitz John, yeah. dude you wow. should watch this movie watch yeah, this fucking watch Southland Tales yeah. Southland Tales is a Titanic mess yeah. but it is completely your worth your time your freedom stinks it stinks <laughs> so, uh, but there's, and there's a musical sequence with all military people around the Iraq war in a ski ball uh, <laughs> this ski movie ball is actually yeah. really it's okay I, whenever I, it's one of those High things okay. like Freddy Got Fingered when I think about it I'm like we are so lucky that happened. Mm-hmm. We are so lucky that yeah. happened. I mean, it wouldn't happen now. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. Maybe yeah. not, yeah. 
Jesus, I mean, I have so many more examples on here. We could go on forever, but uh, we'll have to save it for another episode. Yeah, boy, go. this was see, this was a fun one. Guys. Yeah, we're not yeah, cutting off because we want we don't want it, we want to stop talking. We have a file size limit. Yeah, and so boy, also we gotta go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gotta be, go to work. I was trying to say that wasn't happening, uh, but, but yeah, I gotta have sex with my wife. <laughs> I guess it's plugs time. <laughs> plugs time, laser time. You're listening to it. Thank you. Uh, we're on Spotify now and maybe other places, but also iTunes and Laser Time. Podcast.com. And if you wanted to support us and get a bonus show in addition to a weekly Simpsons show and a weekly a movie commentary and live participation in the Monday Night Movie, uh, which Battlefield Earth now is a very hot, hot contender. Sounds like it's coming up soon. Uh, we, have a, we have a very tight schedule, but like, man, I want to slot that in. That seems yeah, like a really fun yeah. thing to watch uh, together. Uh, but uh, Patreon.com slash Laser Time. And we have a bunch of other shows that we uh, launch on the network. Like Cape Christ is my weekly comic book podcast. And I have to tell you, I had about four comic books on this list that I'm totally going to talk about uh, on my show you're totally later. You're going to tweet about this? You're going to hear, you're gonna hear <laughs> about it. One, for example, oh, is Frank Miller doing a comic about Batman killing Bin Laden. Yes, that was that a real happen. comic. Uh, oh, and also cheap podcast, the, the wrestling I like podcast, the wrestling shit, and yeah. uh, video game apocalypse, our weekly video game show. Yeah. I would like to promote the human Earth planet, <laughs> Earth, and the drink water, drink, <laughs> and the human uh, eat food, Earth <laughs> food. <laughs> that is one of the best sketches of UCB ever. Is the yeah. is the psychotonomy sketch where he's reading oh, from Battlefield yes, Earth. He's yes. like he. Johnny used his mind brain and thought I need he had a brain thought I need more nutrition food I need more nutrition food <laughs> it's just like trying to be 1984 and like not yeah. it's so good without a brain yeah without yeah. a without double a, plus bad human drink water <laughs> oh that used to be skid as a bitch human drink water uh, new twitter handle uh, also vgempire.com is a video game music podcast there we, uh, go. we talk about game music recent episodes uh, we did an episode about Double Dragon uh, and that whole franchise we did one recently about Suikoden and Vandal Hearts and uh, a great Toshinden episode which god, I know I know you don't care about Toshinden but the music, music is fantastic the music is god tier some of the best game music god of all tier. time so good uh, vgempire.com for all that uh, thank you for listening on behalf of Mike Grimm I would like to plug uh, Ted Cruz um, <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> And bag, son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and Ted, too. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. 